Hey, so thanks so much for joining me today. Today, the title of my message is Fasting with Intention. Let's acknowledge Jesus. Jesus, you said you'd be where we are when we got together. When we gathered in your name, you would be here in the midst of us. And so we just acknowledge that you are. We thank you and praise you that you're going to teach us today. We thank you for your revelation knowledge. And we just ask you that you would just help us to get what you're saying to us. We love you and praise you in Jesus' name. In your name we pray. Amen. So Jesus wants us to have revelation knowledge, wisdom about our fast. And in Matthew 6, he talks about how not to fast and how to fast. He said, whenever you fast, don't look gloomy and um, sour, dreary like the hypocrites, for they put on dismal countenance that their fasting may be apparent to and seen by men. Truly, I tell you, they have their reward already. But when you fast, perfume your head and wash your face, so that the fasting, your fasting may not be noticed by men, but your Father who sees in secret, and your Father who sees in secret will reward you in the open. And so Jesus is talking about how we today probably fast as well. He was saying the hypocrites, they were just doing this religious thing. They were just fasting to be noticed, I guess. And maybe we do the same thing today. Maybe sometimes, I know for me, um, when God first started asking me to fast, it was a surprise. But really what he's saying when he's saying, perfume your head, he's saying, go, to, go into your fast in faith. Have an intention. Understand why you're fasting and praying. Don't just fast and pray because everyone else is doing it. And then you want to be recognized because you're doing it too. Like, you know, sometimes we do all this Christian fashion and it really means nothing. It's just religious if you're doing it in the way where you just want to be noticed. And that's what Jesus was saying, that they're hypocrites. They're not really Christians. They say they are, but they don't even know what they're doing. (laughs) And so God wants us to know what we're doing. He does. And um, I always had such a hard time understanding it. Because my flesh just gave me such a hard time when I tried to go without food. And so the first hint I want to give you is don't be addicted to anything because that is a hard way to fast. But the thing is, is when you go on a fast, your attention shouldn't be on the food. And I think when we go unintentionally into a fast, just thinking that God is calling us to do it, but we don't get it. That's what we do. We go on this fast and we're all depressed and thinking about food and can't wait to get off that fast so that you can eat and miss the whole point of fasting. But Jesus is saying, be intentional when you fast. You know, if you're seeking him for an answer to um, a problem you have or maybe for healing or whatever it is, if you seek him, that pleases him because really being a Christian is relying on him. And so fasting is getting rid of all the distractions. And, you know, I just wonder why they are out in front of other men anyway. I think we misunderstand that. Jesus is saying, wash your face, you know, comb your hair, and go from there. And really what I believe he's saying is get alone with me. Sure, get up, wash your face, um, comb your hair, but be alone with me. Isn't that what fasting is? time alone with God. We shouldn't be out in a month uh, among others mingling. 
I don't believe that's what Jesus is saying. I feel like he's saying we need to be alone. If you're if you're seeking me as a vital necessity, if you're seeking me to find an answer to something, I am pleased with that. But how can you do that and mingle at the same time? So I believe that is a mistake that we make, that we're just out doing whatever, shopping, this, that, and the other thing, when really we should be home alone with Jesus. And if you're home alone with Jesus, then... No one's going to know you're fasting anyway. And so you're fasting your atmosphere of craziness. You're fasting all that food that you put in your body that takes so much time and energy to digest. And you're just getting alone with God. You're saying, God, I mourn for you. I long for you. And that's really what fasting should be. It's not about um, just thinking about food the whole time and getting depressed and, and you know, <laughs> The enemy uses your flesh, and he likes to do that, just like he did to Jesus. He came and tempted him to eat. And so that's another thing. He's going to come, and he's going to try to tempt you, and he's going to try to get you to think about food. He's going to get your mind off of why you're fasting to begin with. I started to say sometimes God calls us on a fast, and we don't know why, and it is because you asked him for something. And he can't get through to you when there's so much craziness going on. And so you clean up your atmosphere and you just get out the jug of water or, you know, whatever it is that you know that God is telling you to do. And you just do it and you seek him and then you you seek his presence and then he rewards you with that answer. He rewards you with that answer. And so that's what he wants us to know today, to be intentional, not to be getting attention, but be intentional about why you're fasting. If you feel him calling you on a fast, it's because examine yourself. What have you asked him? What have you asked him you don't have the answer to? And he's going to give you that answer and he's going to enjoy that time with you and you're going to enjoy that time with him and your faith is going to increase You know, I think that even when we just get born again, that should be the first thing that we teach people to do is go on a fast and get to know Jesus. Faith comes by hearing the word. And so when you get alone with him and you get on your knees and you're worshiping him, you know, you're going to get to know him. And we need to get to know him. And when we fast everything else, then we can do that. When we have that atmosphere of just God and us, just me and God, just you and God, and no one else, then God is pleased that you came to him and that you want to spend time with him and that you want his answer. You don't want someone else's answer. You didn't go to your pastor. You didn't go to your lawyer. You didn't go to the bank. You didn't even go to the doctor. You went to God to see what he said because he knows everything and he's the one you can trust. And so fasting is just alone time with God. That's all it is. And it's not telling people that you fast and bragging about your fast and looking like you fasted and even going out amongst people while you fast. If you're going to fast, go to the grocery store ahead of time or do all the things you got to do ahead of time. So it can just be you and him, just you and him. And then you're going to be rewarded with that answer. You're going to be rewarded with more faith, just being in his presence. And so that is the message that I have for us today. So don't be thinking about food, but be thinking about 
why you're fasting, what you're asking of God, and expect that answer. Expect an answer from Him. And of course, you're not going to go into the fast if you don't expect an answer, or you're not going to want to do the fast if you don't really believe you're going to have an answer. So if you never asked Jesus to come live on the inside of you, Revelation 3.20 says that He is already knocking at the door of your heart, and if you invite Him in, He's going to come in and dine with you. He's going to hang out with you. And that's the first step, to ask Him to come and live on the inside of you, and He'll never leave you or forsake you. And um, of course, you're going to hear Jesus otherwise, but sometimes... You know, relating to fasting, sometimes we're just got too much. We just got too much craziness going on, and we need that alone time. So when you ask him to come and live on the inside of you, he's going to be your counselor, your standby. The Holy Spirit actually is going to come. He's going to be your counselor, your standby. He's going to tell you things to come. He's going to remind you of the things he said. He's going to sound like his word. He's going to take care of you. He bore your sickness, your disease, your sorrow, your pain. He made you right with a father. You're going to be able to go live with him when you leave here, but it starts by learning how to live in his kingdom right here and right now. By having that communication with him, John 1, 1 tells us he is his word. So this is his word, and when you get to know the word of God, you're getting to know God. And then when you oblige him, when you do what he tells you to do, he's going to start manifesting himself to you. And what I mean by that is you apply this word to your life. If you're a Christian, then you're going to make it a practice to fast and get your questions answered. Get that time alone with Him. It's not something you just do once or something you dread to do, but it's something that you do because you love to be with Jesus. And so you give Him that time of day. And you know, you can have a fast actually every day. You you can set things aside for an hour or two every day and just keep up on your time with Him. And that's kind of pretty much what I do. I do a little fast every day. I fast everything else, and I just have time with Him. And you can do the same thing. So, if you want Him to come and live on the inside of you, then you can do that. You can just ask Him right now. If you ask Him, He'll come. And remember, you're going to change the way you live. It's not a prayer to get to heaven. But it's a lifestyle, living in the kingdom of God right here on the earth. So let's say that prayer. Jesus, we thank you and praise you so much that you want to be with us, that you want to come and live on the inside of us and be there all the time, that you want to teach us your way. And we just receive you right now. We thank you. We praise you that you want to do good. We thank you that you are so committed to us so faithful, and I'm asking that you could help us be as faithful to you as you are to us. We love you. We praise you. We give you all the glory. In your name we pray. Amen. So now, if you said that prayer and you meant it, he is living on the inside of you, no doubt. And um, so all you have to do is look at the word, do some fasting and praying, get alone with him. And you will be on fire for him, and you'll just want more and more and more. You're just going to be saying, I love Jesus, and I can't get enough of him. That's how good he is. Thanks so much for listening today. Oh, and I want to say we can't do nothing on our own, because we really can't. God bless you. Thanks for listening today. <laughs>